Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1. The wicked have fled, and there is no pursuer, and the righteous, as a young lion, is confident. When you are obeying the Lord, you don't have to run from any enemy, because Jesus is there to protect you. But when you're living in constant sin, you will run even when there is no enemy, because you'll be paranoid that somebody is going to find you out, and somebody is going to come after you, so you always have to watch over your shoulder, and sometimes you run for no reason at all. 2. By the transgression of a land, many are its heads, and by an intelligent man who knoweth right, it is prolonged. When there is sin in a country or a nation, there is a lot of bureaucrats running it, because they have to have a lot of laws and a big legal system because there are so many criminals, and that's how we live today. But intelligent people will keep a country growing without all of that bureaucracy. 3. A man and poor and oppressing the weak, is a sweeping rain, and there is no bread. A man who oppresses people is somebody who takes resources away from people. In our society, we look up to rich people, but in reality, they wouldn't be that rich if they didn't take advantage of their workers and the customers and the public in general. They do a lot of stuff that really isn't good for us. That was mentioned in the New Testament as well. It said, why do you let a rich person sit in the front and you make the poor person sit in the back? Because isn't the rich person the one who made the poor person? This verse is saying the same thing. For those forsaking the law praise the wicked. Those keeping the law plead against them. When people want to break the law, they celebrate others who do evil. And those who want to keep the law are debating or contending with those who want to break it. In our country, the people who want to break the law have won. What used to be illegal is now legal. And it's because they have parades where they celebrate wickedness. And they have talk shows where they celebrate wickedness. 5. Evil men understand not judgment, and those seeking Jehovah understand all. Now that doesn't mean that they're know-it-alls or that they're omniscient, but it means they can discern between good and evil, no matter what situation they're in, because they walk in righteousness. But those who are evil don't understand judgment, so they always think, oh, that wasn't fair that I got in trouble for speeding and I had to pay the speeding ticket. 6. Better is the poor walking in his integrity than the perverse of ways who is rich. Here's another verse that tells us it's more important to obey the Lord than to have money. So stop listening to those TV preachers and the book authors who are telling you that God wants you rich. God doesn't want you rich. God wants you to obey. 7. Whoso is keeping the law is an intelligent son, and a friend of gluttons doth cause his father to blush. Gluttons are people who drink too much, spend too much, they have too big of a wardrobe, they go on too many vacations. That's a life of gluttony. It isn't just eating every aspect of our life we can be gluttonous in. A man who hangs out with those who are constantly seeking pleasure, he will embarrass his father at some point. But an intelligent son will keep the laws of the Lord. 8. Whoso is multiplying his wealth by biting and usury, for one favoring the poor doth gather it. 
This is talking about the justice of God, and it's saying that somebody who gets rich by taking advantage of poor people and charging them high interest rates on money that they borrow, that person's money, through God's justice, will eventually be parceled out to the poor. He may give it to employees who share it with the poor, or he may end up giving it to some charity that gives it back to the poor through some loophole or whatever, or he may lose it all, and then it goes to somebody who wants to spend it on poor people. But the Lord will make sure that that money eventually goes back to those in need. 9. Whoso is turning his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. When you don't obey the Lord, he doesn't listen to your prayers. This is said many times in both the Old and the New Testament. Now, there's two reasons why we feel God isn't listening. One is he's testing us, but the other reason is that we don't obey him. So why should he listen to us? There's no relationship. He isn't a doormat and he isn't stupid. 10. Whoso is causing the upright to err in an evil way into his own pit, he doth fall, and the perfect do inherit good. This is saying that the Lord will definitely punish you for your own sins if you are causing a righteous person to turn to sin. Meanwhile, those who obey the Lord will inherit good. 11. A rich man is wise in his own eyes, and the intelligent poor searcheth him. Some people think they're smart just because they have money, but they might have money because they're deviant instead of being smart. But a poor, intelligent man can discern the ways of the evil rich man, that money does not equal intelligence. 12. In the exulting of the righteous, the glory is abundant, and in the rising of the wicked man is apprehensive. That was worded kind of awkwardly here in this translation, but it's saying that when righteous people are having a party, everybody celebrates with them. But when Wicked people go out in public, people hide because they don't want to be seen by the wicked person and get hurt. If whenever you enter a room, people are quiet or they start leaving the room, take that as a sign that people do not trust you. 13. Whoso is covering his transgressions prospereth not, and he who is confessing and forsaking hath mercy. If you try to hide your sins and pretend that you didn't do anything wrong, the Lord will get retribution. But if you confess your sins and you ask the Lord to forgive you, He will forgive you. He will show mercy. 14. O oh, the happiness of a man fearing continually, and whoso is hardening his heart falleth into evil. You do get joy from obeying the Lord. It makes you happy when you know He's pleased with you, and He will show you when He's pleased with you. The Lord has ways of showing us. And then we are so happy. It's just like patting a dog on the head. Your dog loves to know that you're pleased with them. And a Christian gets a really good feeling from knowing that he's obeying his master. But if you don't care what God thinks of you or your actions, then you'll have consequences. 15. A growling lion and a ranging bear is the wicked ruler over a poor people. Young's literal translation can be very awkward at times. When he translated, he translated as literal as he possibly could, even though he knew that that isn't how you would really say it. He still translated it that way for research purposes, so that we could dig deeper into the scripture and understand it better. 
This should say a raging bear, but it says ranging bear. When we have a wicked ruler over us, we're as in bad a shape as if there was a lion or a bear coming to attack us. And that's what we see today. The economy is spiraling down. Inflation is going up. And that's because we have wicked rulers. 16. A leader lacking understanding multiplieth oppressions. Whoso is hating dishonest gain prolongeth days. A leader who is a sinner will continue oppressing the people. But if you hate dishonest gain, you'll live longer. Getting plastic surgery is dishonest gain. Because when you get plastic surgery, people will treat you better because you look better. You have bigger body parts and it makes you more powerful because you look more like the stereotypical Hollywood movie star. And that look gives you power. But it's dishonestly gained because God didn't really make you that way. God made you to look like an ordinary person and have natural beauty, but you gave yourself this fake cartoonish look to get power. You'll have better dating partners, maybe a richer husband. You might get job promotions because of the way you look, but it's gained dishonestly. And also people who cheat their way through college, which today is most people, when I went to college, I couldn't believe how many people were cheating. It just blew my mind. People get their degree by cheating. But that's dishonest gain. If you get what you get because you actually earned it, you will live longer. That's what this verse is saying. 17. A man oppressed with the blood of a soul, unto the pit fleeth, none taketh hold on him. This says that if a man is running because he has murdered somebody, he's going to fall into a pit. Now, this is a spiritual pit. It means he's going to lose his salvation. There's also pits in life, like going to jail, getting in trouble with the law. So he'll fall into those pits as well. Don't help him out. If he has dug his own hole and fallen into it, let him climb out on his own, because that will be his salvation. When you bail somebody out of jail, you're doing them no favor, because you're preventing them from from coming to Jesus and begging for mercy. If you bail them out, then they don't have a motivation to go to Jesus. So stop helping people who don't deserve help. Let them get to the end of their rope and come to the Lord and beg for forgiveness, and then they'll be much better off. 19. Whoso is walking uprightly is saved, and the perverted of ways falleth at once. When we obey the Lord, we get saved even if we make human errors or we occasionally fall and repent. We'll get back up and he'll help us and save us. Just because you're obeying the Lord doesn't mean that you are a genius and you do everything right. You can still make blunders and errors. You can still make calculation errors. You can still lose your glasses. You can still get in a car accident just because your brain wasn't functioning right. But the Lord will save you because you're walking in righteousness and you're obeying his commands. So he'll watch out for you. But if you are corrupt and evil and you hate the Lord and you don't listen to him, he's not going to come and rescue you when you fall on your face. He's going to let you feel what it's like to not have him in your life so that you'll come back to him. 19. Whoso is tilling his ground is satisfied with bread, and whoso is pursuing vanity is filled with poverty. 
if you work hard, you'll be able to take care of your needs and pay your bills and live free of fear. But if you always want entertainment and sensuality and you're wasting your time trying to get powerful, then you're always going to have money problems. You're going to rack that credit card up and you're always going to be looking for where is your next meal coming from. And this makes people desperate too. Desperate people do desperate things. So don't be desperate. Work hard and focus on obeying the Lord and then you won't be desperate. 20. A steadfast man hath multiplied blessings and whoso is hasting to be rich is not acquitted. Steadfast means that you're the same every day. You don't change. Every day you obey the Lord. You're honest. You treat others well. If people can depend on you and the Lord can depend on you, blessings will just keep flowing into your life. But if all you do is chase after money, the Lord will find you guilty for your sins. 21. To discern faces is not good, and for a piece of bread doth a man transgress. This says don't treat one person better than another, just based on how they look or what you think you can get out of them. And it says if a person is desperate enough, they'll sin just to get food. Don't cause other people to be desperate and don't cause yourself to be desperate. Focus on Jesus and focus on obeying him and that desperation will leave you and then you won't do stuff that's going to get you into trouble. 22. Troubled for wealth is the man with an evil eye and he knoweth not that want doth meet him. If you're seeking wealth, then poverty will come on you by surprise. There will come a time in your life when maybe you're bankrupt or whatever and you just don't have that wealth anymore because the wealth was your God and then the real God took that false God away. So don't make wealth your focus. 23. Whoso is reproving a man afterwards findeth grace more than a flatterer with the tongue. If we lovingly confront people when they're wrong, then we will get grace from them later on, whereas when we flatter people, people will eventually just want us out of their life. If you know your boss is making a mistake and it's appropriate for you to tell him, do tell him that, hey, I don't think this is going to work out well. Because even if he disagrees with you and is initially offended, he'll understand that you are just being honest and trying to be helpful, and later on he'll show you mercy. But if you flatter your boss and you're always saying, oh, you're perfect, this is awesome, this is always going to work, eventually he'll never trust you because he'll see that you always are a yes man. And then when it doesn't work out, he'll be looking at you and saying, why didn't you warn me? 24. Whoso is robbing his father or his mother and is saying, it is not transgression, a companion he is to a destroyer. Did you ever take money out of your mother's purse? This shows that you are a destructive person. And you might say, oh, not me. I went to church my whole life. But the Lord doesn't judge you that way. The Lord judges you by your actions. So if you stole money from people, then you need to make restitution. 25. Whoso is proud in soul stirreth up contentions, and whoso is trusting on Jehovah is made fat. This means when you trust the Lord, he will meet every need that you have. You won't be dying of hunger. You'll actually be satiated. But if you're a proud person, then you'll always be stirring the pot. 
And you notice narcissists do this a lot. The narcissist will get person A and B to fight, but the narcissist will remain out of the fight so that person A and B admire the narcissist even more. 26. Whoso is trusting in his heart is a fool, and whoso is walking in wisdom is delivered. The world tells us constantly, trust your heart. But the Bible tells us, never trust your heart. In the New Testament, it says our hearts are deceptively wicked because our ego is in our heart. The ego can lead us into a whole bunch of other bad directions. It could lead us into joining a gang because we're accepted and we belong. But then that gang causes us to become a criminal. Instead of trusting your heart, walk in wisdom, which means obeying the Lord. 27. Whoso is giving to the poor hath no lack, and whoso is hiding his eyes multiplied curses. If you give to those in poor, then the Lord will make sure that all of your needs are met and you will not starve or live on the street. But if you turn a blind eye to those in need, then you will have curses in your life. Now again, some churches teach that our needs are a fancy car and a $2,000 wardrobe and a gold watch, but the Bible says he will meet our needs, which means we're going to have plenty of food, we're going to have shelter, appropriate clothing. We don't really need anything beyond that. Having the bills paid, having food, shelter, and clothing, that's our needs. A lot of people get their hope deflated because they believe these lying preachers who tell them that they're supposed to be rich and that that's what they need. And then when they don't get rich, they lose their faith because their faith was never in God in the first place. It was in what these lying preachers said to them. The Bible tells us the Lord will meet our needs, not that he will make us rich. 28. In the rising of the wicked, a man is hidden, and in their destruction, the righteous multiply. When the wicked are destroyed, then the righteous flourish and they multiply. But when a wicked man becomes powerful, everybody else hides from them as much as they can. There's no citizens clamoring at the White House to have a conversation with our president. Because he's wicked, he has nothing to offer. And that concludes Proverbs chapter 28.